Right, let's try this again in four, three, two, one. It's probably like the fifth time we've tried to start the show off without fucking something up. Anyways, guys, it's good to be back here. It's episode 280 of Kicking It With King, August 2nd, 2020. Welcome into a brand new month of August. It's good to be back. Like I said, Gabriel Hernandez here. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at G the King Official on Instagram. Just recently changed my header as well on Twitter. My username on Twitter at it's G the King Official. Well, G T King Official on Twitter. I'll say that one more time because I know I kind of you know fucking butchered it a little bit. G T King Official on Twitter. That will stick a little bit after a while. Um, you can also visit our podcast page directly, anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod, to listen to and stream every single episode that we have done with Anchor for free, as well as if you want to follow me on Snapchat as well, completely different, gmeeker underscore mma, as well as, um, like I said, kwtkpod on Twitter and Instagram. That handle has not changed, and neither have we. Jesus Christ, it's been a lot crazy 24 hours, and we'll get into it, we'll talk about it on today's show, we got a great show, it's a good good one today, my apologies, it sounds like I just woke up, I literally just woke up, and probably woke up probably from one of the biggest, craziest moments that I've probably had in 2020, and enjoyed it too, um, let me get a drink of water first, so quickly, and I know we just had a... UFC Fight Night just wrapped up. Uh, we didn't watch a single fucking second of that, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just uh, let me just uh, start by uh, start off by explaining. Actually, you know, um, going to the store yesterday. We went to the um, you know how I go get the Stizzy pens, right? From the normal um the stores I normally go to, Connected, and then. Notorious weed store. If you guys are famous, or you guys are uh, know of the famous store, not if you're famous, but you know, a lot. Of, who doesn't know people? Who connected is and stuff. So, if you know what connected is, you know what I'm talking about. Connected is a weed store, a, a legalized weed shop that are in a lot of select cities like Los Angeles and all that. But yeah, so you know how I usually go to connected. I hadn't gone to connected yesterday. I went to connected probably about a week or so ago before that to get some. Um, to get some, um, to restock basically on the, um, the stizzies, I got the half gram, tastes like Skittles, I think I talked about that on the other show, and then I got another full one that's supposed to be Pineapple Express, I only tried that one once, but yesterday we went to the, um, another weed shop with my grandpa, and then we went in there, I was already pretty high from the stizzy, so I didn't really have any clue about what I wanted to spend it on, and also I didn't want to spend too much money, nowhere near like a hundred or anything else underneath that. I was gonna either get get some like um, I think I was gonna get some what it was it like edibles or something like that. I was gonna get some edibles or or something to drink that was weed related, cannabis related, and very well mind you, ladies and gentlemen, I actually did. So um, I ended up picking up this canoline cannabis infused. THC tincture, a thousand milligrams. Um, what brand? I don't know what fucking brand this is, but basically, oh, Mission brand, Mission brand, Mission Brands dot net. 
check it out because, ah, my goodness, this shit definitely did work. Low-key, still can't hide from it. Like, the, I'm, I'm sort of in the end group of it, but my stupid ass, okay. So let's break this down from top to bottom, okay. You know, you get, you get something, it's thick like, like, cough syrup, literally. That's what it looks like. It's in a cough syrup-like bottle. And, uh, you know, me, no, you know me, I'm already getting a little, um, you know, I'm already a little high from the pen and stuff already, so, you know, I pour, I have my, uh, my bottle of Sprite, which was my select choice of what I wanted to mix it with, they said you could either drink it by itself, or, you know, have it in the drink, obviously you don't want to put it in a drink, that's going to be completely different flavor, you know, it's grape flavored, so I don't want to fuck up something like that, make it taste nastier than, than shit, now you got a bunch of fucking cannoline in a fucking bottle of something like milk or orange juice it tastes absolutely shitty so i put it in um some sprite the cannoline syrup in some sprite not knowing the effects this being my first time not knowing how much i'm necessarily drinking when it comes to that so i poured it into a probably about a uh probably a little bigger than a sprite can you know like the the regular, the, the little baby cans and not like the 25 ounces and stuff like the full, you know, like, you know, like beer cans, like 25 ounce beer cans. It's not like that. It's like half of those beer cans, but it's a little bit more wider. Like the space in the cup is a little bit more wider. Point being, pour the Sprite in there, pour the cannoline, had one full cup of it and it's not a full cup and I just, you know, stirred it around and you can kind of tell how, um, how thick how thick it is, yeah, how thick it was, because of the, um, just because of, uh, how, uh, you know, how thick fucking syrup is, syrup's very thick, so, you know, it's gonna take a while before it actually, you know, you know, actually waters down, depending on what it is, there's still some in the fridge, but we're not having a podcast on here, or probably gonna have that till probably next weekend or so. Cause that shit was crazy. You know what happened? Like, you know, I, you know, like when I started texting, I'm, I'm on Twitter, right? Sitting on, on my phone, and I just noticed the colors start getting a little, a little bit too colorful, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh my good, I'm just really starting to get, you know, high. It's like it, it was crazy kind of high, dude. It was like, it was real different, man. It was, <laughs> it was really a different kind of high, like you know the colors, you know. You know, it's like you couldn't escape it. Like, uh, like I'll close my, uh, I'll close my eyes and see a bunch of fucking colorful. What was it like? Colorful freaking. It looked like a soft, like soft freaking feathery blankets on just like nothing but absolutely feathery blankets of, of soft colorfulness. I can't describe it, man. It's like, uh, like let me think. How the fuck? How the fuck do you describe this shit? I want. I just want people to get like a better understanding of it. You know, I, have you guys ever tried it? Like, you know, we do a lot of partying stuff, a lot of crazy shit here on the show and just in general. So, um, damn, it's kind of like. What are those birds called? What are those fucking birds called? Peacocks, right? They're called peacocks. It kind of look like their feathers. You know, it's just very... It has little ridges and shit like that. 
but it it looked like it, it looked like the water. It looked like water moving. It was moving. It, it what I mean what I mean by that is that it was moving like very fresh and very like whoosh 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 like like very calm like water. You know what I mean? But it's like usually normally when you close your eyes, it's dark, right? And when I closed my eyes, all I seen was all these different color patterns and. Um, I'm not going crazy or nothing like that, but I just didn't really necessarily know how much I was drinking, and you know, I kind of treated it as if it was like whiskey or alcohol or something like that, so it wasn't necessarily the best thing to do. However, I was a little paranoid at one point, but then then again, I just, you know, passed out. You know, I was passed out probably for about six or seven hours, but, you know, it was just like a, oh my gosh, every time you go to sleep, it's like you're... You're hallucinating, not hallucinating, but he's kind of like hallucinating a little bit. So it, it's a little bit more of a, I can describe it. I wish I could describe it a little bit better. Just like, man, it, it was hard to, you know, function. So it's like my body was like, you know, you got a little bit of time left. And then you're going to go into that mode where you're just laying on your bed. And at that time, the bed was the best thing for me at the time. And then I just fell asleep, man, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing good and stuff. And then people are asking my cousins, oh, how much did you drink? How much did you drink? I was like, oh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just drank a, drank a cup. And if it sounds like I'm stuffy, it's because I sneezed and the fans on and stuff like that. So I'm not, like, sick or nothing. I'm just, it sneezed and stuff. I sneezed and, you know, air. You know, like, AC and stuff like that. It makes you yawn and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you sneeze. Sometimes people sneeze, folks. But yeah, so anyways, like I said, that shit was pretty damn crazy, man. It's like it's like you're trying to get up in the morning, but you you can't. You ever you ever try? It's like you're being trapped in your sleep. So that's what it was like, and I was just like, oh my god, I was like, I'll never do that again. But you know, as in, as in again, meaning probably like next week or so. But then again, there's like I said, there's still some in there, so. anything just uh you know what is it share it with with your friends and family i guess i gotta take a shit we gotta go on commercial break all right we're gonna go on commercial break ladies and gentlemen student st- stay tuned and tune in we'll be right back <laughs>
can't even tell, like, all right, we're back, folks, but you can't even tell when, like, someone uses the bathroom or anything because on here you're able to pause it and stuff like that and, you know, and or throw in a commercial, but there isn't any extra commercials because all my commercials are all in the morning. So, anyways, like I said, we're back. Um, what is it? Uh, what were we going to say? So, yeah, we didn't even really watch the fights. I didn't, I didn't watch them at all. You know, it's funny. I had uh, my brother's PlayStation 4 on. I was watching some Hulu. I think I watched some of the show called... I watched a show called Awkward that I've been watching for a while. Um, I mean, I was so fucking high already, dude. I was just, like, chilling in my... Speaking. I watched some Family Guy. I watched some Awkward, man. But the fights were nowhere near, man. I was just fucking high as hell. I wasn't even, like, picking up my phone or nothing like that. And that's kind of how you know people are high. So it was kind of looking crazy, though. But, um, so it was just freaking crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I would ever want to high like that again, man. I think it's just fucking insane. Yeah, I, I guess I was supposed to go and hang out with a friend or something like that, go hiking. But I was like, I turned that shit down. I mean, I didn't turn it down directly just because I was passed out and stuff. So it's pretty crazy. It's pretty fun, though, like I said. I have the bottle right here. It's like, I, and I actually have another bottle in the fridge, too, so... I don't really have to worry too much about that. But, um, speaking of fighting, um, well, I know I didn't watch the fights and stuff, and I don't want to pretend like I did or anything like that, but, you know, the stories took, taken away from the fight night and stuff like that are some things I wanted to talk about in general, and these are some, some things that you really don't need to see fights to understand. You kind of, well, you do need to see these fights, to understand certain things, but I want I wanted to take a story out of a uh, UFC Vegas. Um, you know, obviously, like I said, Edmund Shabazian losing to Derek Brunson the way he did by TKL in the second round. Um, Derek Brunson looked absolutely good, as you know he has been since he had been having his a uh, blonde hair, <laughs> the blonde haired streak wins again. You know he has uh, Melvin Goulard, Kevin Randleman, like look at me. Three other, two other people are doing that. I mean, look at Max Holloway, Mike Perry, both guys dyeing their hair blonde. Um, but you know, anyways, like I said, you know, the, the the whole narrative of a young stud, this young promising figure, this young, this young killer that everyone's talking about. Everybody's hyping this person up. Everybody's thinking of this person to be the next best thing, the next big star at middleweight, the next future champion, the youngest champion. All these different titles are being put pushed on and, and attached to these fighters not just Edmund this happens to all the famous stars that are in the sport you know all these people that uh, that that get that rub they get that unnecessary hype or in Conor McGregor's case the necessary hype but when uh, the thing I'm talking about is when it hits stars that we haven't seen fight the upper echelon, upper competition of these kinds of fighters yet. We like we haven't seen them fight at elite level competition, so we really don't know where this hype's coming from. It happened with Sage. It happened with Ronda. I mean, more notably, it happened with Johnny Walker. I mean, it happened with with uh, uh, obviously Edmund Chabazian, But you guys can chill out because you know he did obviously beat you know some good guys leading up to his you know fight with Derek Brunson. You know, I personally said. That I thought that you know Ed, this would be Edmund's coming out party because I just you know think he's that fantastic and on his best day ever you know he's capable of 
beating anybody in the world. So it was just unfortunately wasn't his night. Um, and also, you know, that Russian dude, that 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 new Russian guy, um, the one who's going after Connor. What was his name? I don't know. I can't remember his name. Um, and something in my and I I might even try to butcher it. But he's just like Khabib. Reminds reminds me exactly of Khabib the way he talks and you know the way he his social media is and just everything he says and he he has a Khabib like vibes and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I, it's bugging me that I can't uh, remember his name. But let me see what what the hell is his name? What's this guy? Those Russian guys' names are fucking hard to fucking pronounce, though. Oh. Is that a thing? Kamzad Shemayev. Alright, there we go. Luckily, I was on the first thing, so I didn't really have to, um... That shit, I didn't have to really look too, look too hard. Kamzad So, yeah, a lot of people are talking about Kamzad Shemayev right now. And, um, you know, oh, thinking, like, you know, Dana even said, oh, I think he can go in and, and beat Kamara Usman right now and, you know, fight guys like Conor McGregor and, and, you know, get title shots. And whoa, 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 whoa. Sit, pull the curtain over. Close the curtain on this one real quick. You know, th th this is the exact thing that we're that that's been happening. I mean, I understand this. There's people doing things that you know. Obviously, like I said, there's loads of stars all over the place. You know, not every one of those stars can fit in the UFC. So there's stars out there. Don't get me wrong, that are out there doing amazing things. That are out there doing some crazy shit that hasn't been done before. I mean, if you look at the significant strikes in his last two fights. Compared to his opponent's significant strikes, it's it's very it's very 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 crazy, man. You know this guy's a superstar. Don't get me wrong, but you gotta build him up slowly. You can add Sean O'Malley to that list as well. Cause even though obviously you guys are also enjoying this trash talk, again with Cody Garbrandt, and obviously you know like I said, O'Malley did beat a former world champion. Now, but that was a former world champion. Back in the WEC, he's not even around anymore. How many years has he been? Yeah, he he, he was the first WEC champion. That was a long ass time ago. We're in the nows. And if you look at uh, you know, O'Malley's very talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not uh, I'm not against him. I'm not I'm not uh on just on Cody No Love's side. I, I I'm not I'm not on on anyone's side when it comes to it. I'm more so on the side of of facts. And, you know, another another thing of uh, what I'm trying to bring and make a point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, I'm tired of seeing these, you know, I'm not tired of it. I'm just tired of it being pushed the wrong way. I'm tired of superstars or potential superstars getting pushed the wrong way. And boom, this person loses. Oh, they were just too hyped. Oh, it was, it was this. Oh, he, 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 he fought too soon. Or, oh, he didn't fight this ranked up opponent. Or oh, he's just been fighting cans. No, you guys are it's, you guys are the ones that are hyping him up and stuff like that. This is the hype people give these people and the crazy expectations based off of one one or two fights. 
you know, you get you, you get these ex- crazy ass freaking ex- uh, ex- uh, expectations, and you get let down. Similarly, as to you know, you expect something out of someone, and they they let you down. You're the one that's gonna feel worse because you had such high expectations, and you thought this or that about someone, and it turned out to be completely false. That's what a lot of people keep doing with all these fighters, man. So you you gotta slow the roll and stuff like that, and and for guys like Chimeyev and, and and um, you know, um, Sean O'Malley, you know, all respects to the guys that they they have fought and stuff. Don't get me wrong, especially Sean O'Malley. But for me, I have to see. I'm not 100% convinced yet until they they're have a number next to your name or they're, they're you know, in, being top 10 people. So, I mean, that's what Cody Garbrandt keeps saying. Be top 10 person, be top 10 person, be a top 10 person. Cody Garbrandt has been Dominic Cruz I mean, and a, a Sun Sound. I mean, look at the way he took out a Sun Sound. No one really has done that the way he has done. He fought the great T.J. Dillashaw. I mean, the way he looked against Dominic Cruz was, you know, single-handedly very impressive. You know, second to, you know, or first to, you know, Henry's performance over over Dominic Cruz. I know Henry Cejudo stopped Dominic in their fight, but, you know, the way that Cody dismantled him on the feet and just, you know, made him look like he didn't belong in there, that, that's, that's the kind of shit that's crazy. But, you know, obviously, like I said, Cody's been rumored and talked about Potentially fighting Divas and Figueroa at 125, so we'll see what happens with all that. But main thing is going back to O'Malley and um, Chimayev and all these other people that people keep, you know, obviously, you know, talking about and hyping them up and stuff. Happened with all these guys, Sage Northcutt, all these other people, all these, you know, hyped up stars, and then they lose. Hey, people of the world shits on them. Oh, they're too hyped. Oh, they'll come back. And, And, you know, there's just, you know, I don't know, I, I don't like it, though, because the, the same people that are upset that they lost when these hyped-up superstars lose are the same people that are the ones hyping them up and, you know, not even thinking about any potential scenarios, you know, like, you gotta think about what if they do lose, you gotta think about the ups, downs, the lefts, and the rights, you can't just think about it one-sidedly, you can't, oh, just cause a couple good, I understand, like, a, a couple good fucking performances, and you, you think of the world as people, I mean, look at, look at Kamzat Shemayev, I mean, Khabib like fives, when have you ever said that about anybody else, dude, I've never said that about any other people, I mean, as quickly as 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 it as it's getting, you know, when you look at all the, you know, he's already in the freaking pool with Conor McGregor talking shit to him. Not literally in the pool, but you you get what I mean. Like he's already talking shit to Conor, and Conor reply, and you know you know, he talked about fighting world title shots for in the in, in fighting for world titles, potentially fighting Usman. I'm like that's just crazy, and all the hype he's getting and all that. So. He's just gonna get everybody chomping at the bit to want to fight him, and, and he'll really get some serious tests at one seventy, man. So if you really sincerely think these people are ready for title shots, I mean, you got something else coming. That goes for anybody of those people, any of those people that uh, you know, get rushed into title shots. So I really need to see guys like O'Malley really. F- I mean, if, if O'Malley beats Chito Vera, then that's gonna be one more step closer. I mean, Chito Vera is kind of one of those guys who kind of is on the outside. He's not really talked about too much in title shots or anything. He's one of those guys that fight 
and just keep getting better as he keeps fighting. Push him slowly but surely, but and he get to get him to the point where you know he can you know fight guys that he needs to fight that are in his weight class or not in his weight class but in his kind of his realm and his skill set and not push him too soon or anything like that. And he's fought some good guys already too, so you know it may not even be too soon. But I think Chito's a very tough guy, and if O'Malley thinks he's gonna knock him out with ease, I mean if he does, he does. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But it's easier said than done. So, you know, oh, this whole thing about the whole hyped fighters. I know we went off a, we went off track a little bit. You know, going from Shabazian all the way there. But you know, let's let's go back to Shabazian and stuff like that. And this this has to do with O'Malley as well. But yeah, these young stars. You know, they're being they're they're the younger stars, the younger generation guys that are supposed to come into the sport and and you know be the next promising things, the next superstars. Not saying that we're running out of superstars, but hey, you you come up with a top five superstar list of people, as as in like, who do you think of when you come to superstars? Okay, we got like Conor McGregor, we got Jorge Masvidal, we got Max Holloway, guys like that, Nate Diaz, Amanda Nunes. Now I'm the Shevchenko, but no, like those are phenomenal. Last few were phenomenal fighters and stuff like that. But like superstar, superstar, superstar. Like you think of Floyd Mayweather. Oh my God, fill up a whole entire stadium pre-COVID, obviously. Conor McGregor do the same exact thing. I mean George St. Pierre. Yeah, good. Aside from the people that aren't the champions, there's there's a handful of really damn good fighters and stuff like that. But when it comes to superstar, like when it comes to superstar, as in like you're getting people from the NBA world, people from the boxing world, tennis world, politics, whatever it is, people, all these people are tuning in to watch a simple cage fight. And why is that? Because it generates fuck ton of traffic, fuck ton of ads, fuck ton of clout, fuck tons of attention and media. That it's almost impossible. I mean, did you look at how much attention Mayweather McGregor got? May, um, McGregor Cerrone? I mean, how much this Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. thing is probably going to get? I mean, how much the Masvidal Usman fight got? <laughs> Masvidal Diaz? They, they, all, all these, you know, fights that people want to see, you know, very hyped, very talked about very intriguing kind of fights. These are the kinds of fights that people talk about. I'm not saying that, you know, there are all these wonderful fight nights that the UFC puts on are, are great. They're full of, of great fights. They have some fantastic performances with some fighters that are coming up or, you know, some fighters that have already been fighting for a while. And, you know, just some, some overall amazing performances. All the fights that, all the fights, cards and fighters and all the great fights that the UFC puts on are fantastic. But when you pull out, when you think about it, uh, sit sit down and you put your feet up and you think about superstars who come to mind that just gets everybody crazy and fucking invested regardless. It's it, it, There's not a crazy ass amount of fucking superstars. There's more fighters. There's fantastic fighters that are out there and maybe superstars in your head or, you know, 
be perfectly worthy of headlining pay-per-view. And there has been fighters that have headlined pay-per-views, but, you know, they don't do the craziest numbers, you know, obviously, because, you know, when you get in, you get international fans, you get just the world fucking tuning in to watch these fights. That's different than, you know, just getting together to watch, like, a, a you know, like, oh, hey, honey, pay-per-view's on. I'm going to invite some of the friends over, and we're going to, it's, we're going to barbecue some, some wings or some, you know, like there's there's a good overall good fight. It's like a, it's like the Super Bowl. You know, when, when Connor fights, it's like a Super Bowl. When Khabib fights, it's like a Super Bowl. When Tony, uh, not not well, Tony Q, Tony Tony and Khabib fight, would have happened? Imagine the amount of people getting together for that one. Um, you know, anytime, anytime, you know, a uh, guy like Floyd Mayweather fights, you know, Max Holloway. You know, there's a handful. I mean, there's more exciting fighters. And people that obviously deserve the, you know, obviously the recognition from the masses and the recognition from the casual fan. And what I mean by that, I'm not, I, I mean, I know I kind of said, like, basically there's not a lot of superstars in the UFC. There is, but there there isn't at the same time. There is, but there isn't. There's a lot of phenomenal fighters out there. Lots of great yeah, they they know when it comes to fighters that I want to watch and you know great fights that come on TV. I'm with you guys on the whole category for great fights and like wanting to see some good fighters fight and stuff like that. So I'm I'm 100 up there with you guys on on that. There's more fighters and stuff. Like I like watching all these up and coming people, you know, legends or you know, you know fighters that have been there for a while and stuff. You know, people that are climbing up the ranks. You know, guys like Gilbert Burns. You know, making his his rise up the welterweight ladder, you know, turning and be turning out to be the number one contender, and Justin Gaethje fighting for a world title, finally realizing that. I mean, there's so much shit. I mean, it's the third fight between Stipe and DC, that's coming up. I mean, there's so much shit to look forward to, and so much excellent fights. I mean, you know, for me personally, when you know, to kind of reiterate what I'm my point and what I said earlier, I'm not saying that there's not talent talented fighters and stuff everybody in the UFC is talented but you know when it comes to like getting 99% of the world intrigued and interested in those fights it's hard to do that when you see people t tweet about all these fights that never tweet about fights ever but you get celebrities tweeting and stuff like that that's when that's when it gets real sweet but like you know guys like I said DC Stipe that's a perfectly good headliner for me and when it comes to me versus, like, you know, all these crazy other superstars, you know, I'm thinking, like, these are, you know, perfectly headlinable pay-per-view fights because these are fights I want to see. These are fights I'm intrigued by. So, that you know, by all means, these are more than, you know, more than worthy fights for me when it comes to that kind of, when, that kind, when it comes to that kind of shit. My new case is coming to for my phone. Um, should be coming by Wednesday. But yeah, it's Wednesday. Let me see. Actually, we went on, we, yeah. I hope I made my point. So if that made sense, yeah. Like basically, I want to say like, you know, you know, you know how there's like, you know, you got the Rondas, the Connors, the Brock Lesnar's, the Tito Ortiz's, the Chuck Liddell's. There was those guys. And then there was the rest of the, you know, damn good fighters and, you know, talented fighters, credentialed guys. And then, you know, there was those superstars. And once you made your way up to the superstardom, 
of that kind of realm or that kind of you know particular you know like say like when you made when you made your way up in the world of fighting or the world of boxing or the world of social media or the world of anything else once you made it up there you got people you get people all gathered together to watch you fight or to watch your show or watch your movie that's when you're starting to know you make it so that's when you know all the pressure is going to be on these guys you know Chuck Liddell's the Ronda Rouse's and you know other than that you know there was there was some other superstars but no one fucking banged the top of the ceiling like Chuck Liddell and, and you know Ronda and Connor and stuff and Tito Rampage Rashad superstars you know Rampage Jackson came from Japan and Diaz brothers people those, those are the kinds of people though you know you know majority of those people are the ones that come to mind when it comes especially Diaz brothers too there's lots of people out there that uh you know generally generally like you know banging the pay-per-view numbers to come out and those are the people that will gladly watch uh, and appreciate good fights But yeah. Yeah, man, I can't believe I had that crazy ass high yesterday. It's absolutely insane. What are we at? Thirty four minutes? Is there any fights coming up? Oh yeah, what's the next fight that we got? I think it's D C versus C J. Who's on that one? Let me just look me a verdict in the main. And by the way, I went four and one on the main card yesterday. If I would have picked, uh, if I would have picked, um, who the fuck's in the main? Who the fuck was in the? You know, Brunson over uh, Shabazian. I, I would have gone five and zero. Oh. Okay, so Miocic versus Cormier three, main event. Steve A. Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. I picked that one. I picked Cormier by decision. Junior Dos Santos versus Jarzino Rosenstrike. I picked Jarzino Rosenstrike by knockout in the second round. Magomed Ankalaev, I picked him to beat Ayon Kuntilava by second round TKL. Um, and uh, Sean O'Malley versus Bonacara. First fight on the main card, one, two, three, four. Only four, four fights on the main card. And we got Lewis versus Olenek. I'm going with Alexi Olenek. Submission in the fourth round. We're doing picks live here on the show, so it should be special. Chris Weidman versus Omari Akhmedov. Well, I'm about to go with my man Weidman by decision. So, I mean, I like Akhmedov. He's a very dangerous fighter, but I'm on the train. Now. I want to see Chris Weidman come back and, and get a win in this crazy 2020. Darren Stewart versus Maki Pitolo. Darren Stewart and Tyron Woody look alike. <laughs> Alright, Darren Stewart by decision. I don't give a fuck. Yanin Kunitskaya versus Julia Storreco. Is this girl Brazilian? I'm, I know Kunitskaya. I'm going to go with Kunitskaya. By decision. Benio Darius versus Hot Sauce Holmsman. Um, Benio Darius by decision. Fuck it. Alright, made some fight picks, alright? Those the next fights coming up. Yeah, Lewis versus Olenek is August 8th. So, that's next week. 
and uh, Miocic versus Cormier and Kyle's following me. How many days till Miocic versus Cormier? Let me look. Which is a litter is this weekend actually. So we'll get to have that some action. Um, I think that's all the time we have today, though, ladies and gentlemen. I have to go watch the rest of these fights and want and go back and uh, <laughs> gotta go watch all the rest of these. You know, obviously missed the fights and stuff yesterday, but um, yeah, so it doesn't mean we can't go back and watch them again. So that is all the time we have. Ladies and gentlemen, I will go back and watch these, watch the post shows, look at all the amazing performances. Congrats to Edmund Chib or not Edmund Shabazian, but to Derek Brunson. I almost say congrats to both men, obviously for you know, obviously being talked about in that kind of regard. I mean, congrats to Edmund Shabazian just for being that young and you know beating the guys that he's beaten and and just being a young kid doing that. He's promising. He obviously, I'm not. I'm not upset that he got rushed into those title shots. He's just only. He's only not title shots. Excuse me. Rushed into big fights like that. It's not his fault. But you know, he can only fight the people that the UFC gives him and pulls out for him to fight and who he signs on the dotted line fight. And obviously, like I said, I think he'll be back sooner rather than later. I think he'll be back better than ever. Because of how fa fantastic and how young he is and stuff. Same thing with Darren Till. I mean, the middleweight division is still very stacked. And he's very dangerous still. And, and, you know, still will be doing amazing things later on in his career and stuff. He's still very young. 22 years old, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Edmund Shabazzian will be back. Congrats to Derek Brunson looking good. Um, congrats to Jennifer Maya, you know, on beating... Um, bad mofo Jojo, Joanne Calderwood, Joanne Calderwood risking her title shot, and you know, obviously, like I said, that's the nature of this game, you know, a game of inches, and you know, also, just, you know, something, you know, you can think you're going to get one thing one day, and then you do this other thing, and something else happens, so, like I said, you take this one fight, and boom, now you got to work your way up to the title shot again, so it's going to be unfortunate, but... You know, like I said, congrats to everybody that won. We're going to go watch these fights again. This is G the King. G, G, G the King Official, ladies and gentlemen. Follow me on Instagram at G the King Official. G T. Wait, what is G T King on? What was it on Twitter? That's the thing. When we, when we create a new handle, we got to shout it out and make it sound proper. G T King Official on Twitter. G the King Official on Instagram, um, KWTKPod, both on Instagram and Twitter as well, anchor.fm forward slash KWTKPod to listen, stream, and be, if you want to start your own podcast as well, you start your own podcast for free, distributes your shows to the masses, everywhere you know gets your show, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple, everywhere you go. Your podcast is available, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, without further ado, this is Gabe Hernandez signing off. We will be back sooner rather than later. I promise you guys, sooner rather than later. We're out of here. Bye, folks. Enjoy.